Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I am Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm too scared to watch scary movies. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sammy, and I like scary movies a lot. She's a freak. (laughs) She's a freak, but we love her, and that's what this podcast is for. (laughs) It's Um, all about how much we love Sammy. It's about how we love Sammy. It's about... Look, if you love horror movies or if you don't and you just want to know what happens in them, that's what we're here for you. That's what this is. We're a recap podcast, baby. Just recapping. Just recapping. We're just literally going to tell you what happens in a movie. And if we can even do that, sometimes Sometimes even that's a little hard. But we do a pretty good job. We do do our best and we do it for us. And I love what we do. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all that matters. And that's all that matters. If you love what you do. You never work a day in your life. This is not a job. (laughs) This is not our jobs. Um, Did anything scary happen to us this week? Um, I, this week, had to, you know how Amazon returns, you return them unwrapped now. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Unboxed. Yeah, Yeah, they're like, we can take this. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's actually, it's really cool and I like it a lot, but I had purchased a bidet (laughs) for a white elephant. Wait, but you have a bidet. Yes, it was for a white elephant gift for somebody else. They didn't want your bidet. And then I missed the white elephant party. And so, okay, extra bidet. I went to return it and I was really sweating the whole like walk over. I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God. (laughs) I have to hand them this bidet and ask for my money back. And um, it was totally fine. And she was really nice. She was so sweet. She called it, oh, and you're returning this spa toilet seat. Oh, a spa toilet seat. Thank you so much. That's exactly right. Speaking of spa toilet seats, uh, I'm still intimidated by bidets. But you know what I can absolutely get behind? A warmed toilet seat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Um, that sounds lovely. I lovely. love bidets also, though. I know you I do. Will say. I stayed in a hotel recently that had it was a bidet, but also the toilet seat was always warm, and it was lovely. I feel like Jenna just went to a party that uh, <laughs> <laughs> what it blew on your butt. Had a dryer. So a dryer. We, should, we should mention for those just joining. For those just turning the pod, we do have a silent <laughs> contributor, Jenna, who's here, um, but she will not say a word. But right now she is describing to us a, very a toilet fancy. at a party. It's like a little charade situation. And it a gentle warm breeze. air, warm air on you. A gentle breeze on you. So there's all kinds of toilets. Have that, I told you, you guys? Have. have I told you guys that Netflix has bidets in every bathroom? Oh, really? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. That's the biggest perk I've heard yet. I've ex- I exclusively use bidets when I'm. Work. I gotta get on board. And I gotta get cl- on board. And, and all the toilet seats are warmed. Oh my god! I mean, it's it's a little too much. Probably it's not. It's I'm. <laughs> I don't think I've told anyone because I don't wouldn't blame you for hating me afterwards. I have to work there. What do I do? What do I have to do? Um, did anything scary happen to you, Henley? Oh, um. Oh well, I watched the movie this week. You I, did. I went with Sammy to go see. You guys see. are very brave. I'm the only one who gets to to hear about it. But here's the thing: it was PG-13. So, but to me, to me, that's Silent not Jenna's about scare really factor. Do you know? Like a scary movie can here. still be PG-13. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this well, was not that scary. You also scary. thought this was bad, but before. Before we get to that, I need to say that a scary thing did happen to me this week. Yes, Emily, tell us. Um, well, it, I think it happened to all of us, but I, but so there was an earthquake. There was a small. Mm-hmm. It was small. Oh yeah, but close. And I, um, for those listening, we're in Los Angeles, where there are earthquakes, and I am not from here, and I'm very scared by earthquakes. You guys have been with me for some earthquakes. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had we a, were together. We had a real crazy. We one had together. a crazy earthquake last year. We were all together for it. Um. So I'm very, very scared by them in general. Uh, the idea that the earth moves 
and you have no way to control it is fucking so scary. Um, mm-hmm. This one wasn't too bad, but it was it happened like close to midnight and it was quick. But I my first thought was, oh, my cat jumped on my bed. And then I remembered she wasn't in my room and I shut the door. So mm-hmm. I try jumped out of bed threw the lights on and was like what the fuck is in my room like i tr- i was like there like i went oh, demon no. i thought yeah. like something like because it felt the way because it came from the earth so it makes sense but <laughs> my it felt like something jumped up from under my bed like mm-hmm. like pushed my bed up from mm-hmm. underneath and i i really thought it was a demon and and i threw my lights on and was like what the fuck just happened and i did as as we all do when there are earthquakes or anything i went on twitter and was like was there an earthquake and i <laughs> yes. saw other people being like crazy earthquake I was like oh thank fucking god <laughs> it was an earthquake because i was really very scared and i think that's a direct result of doing this podcast i slept through it one other quick scary thing that just happened to all of us is gonna the say fact we have to say it <laughs> i thought for sure someone would say <laughs> emily's, oh, no. emily's cat mabel so, yes we recorded my place if you ever hear a cat mentioned it is my cat she's very affectionate she's very affectionate um, her name is Mabel. She was enjoying a nice long scratch on my lap and then <laughs> afterwards got up, kind of stumbled over to Sammy's purse and um, made very, herself comfortable, was really trying to make herself comfortable. And then for a split <laughs> second, we were like, oh, is she going to pee? And then she very quickly pooped. The quickest, <laughs> the quickest poop flew out of her butt. Anyone in the living world has ever had all over Sammy's. Um, it, was, it was instant. There was no time to react. <laughs> there was, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen, and I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's, it's a washable. Over. It's a washable bag. It was a tote, and it was worth the laugh. It was a big laugh. <laughs> I can't believe it happened. Um, I also can't believe I'm letting her sleep on my lap right well, now. Well, she's fine now. She got it out. Um, and I also I'm. Is this why people listen to our podcast? <laughs> right in the crazy and tell us to... thing about hosting a podcast is we can talk about whatever <laughs> well, we want, especially because this week there's no guests. There's no there's guests. No it's guests. just us. <laughs> yeah, it's just us, baby. No, I feel like the guest provides like a nice boundary for us of like you know social <laughs> yes social behavior yes. that just goes out the window was when it's just us. Um, we don't, when it's just us, baby, we do have no cares in the world. We take shits wherever we want. <laughs> Super quickly. Very best. Um, so that's sort of where we're at today. Okay. So Sammy introduced this movie I for will. us. This week's movie was The Turning. Just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, decided by an Instagram poll. Oh my People God. People were interested Correct. in it. Yes. Um, so follow us on Instagram if you want to vote in movies that we do. <laughs> the turning was bad. <laughs> you chose wrong this time, but <laughs> you know, you did your best. We disagree. <laughs> um, it's a crisp 94 minutes. Not too long. Directed by Floria Sigismondi. Ooh, that's a name. Written by Carrie and Chad Hayes, who are the writers of The Conjuring. Oh, okay. Yeah, so some promising elements here. Yeah. Starring Mackenzie Davis. Okay. I like her a lot. Yeah. Finn Wolfhard, Brooklyn Prince, the little girl from Florida Project. Oh my God, what a cast. Jolie Richardson and Barbara Martin. Is it Jolie Richardson or Joey Richardson? It's Jolie? Jolie. Oh, I didn't know that. It's a cool name. Um, she's very good. I think she's good in everything. I like her. Hi, everybody. It is cocktail hour, and this week's cocktail is a turn of the screwdriver. It is believed that screwdrivers were created by oil workers in the 1940s who added orange juice to their vodka and stirred them with the screwdrivers from their tool belts. Pretty cool. To make a screwdriver, excuse me, a turn of the screwdriver, you will need two and a half ounces of vodka, three ounces of fresh squeezed orange juice, a quarter an ounce of simple syrup, and three dashes of orange bitters. You will stir all ingredients with ice in a Collins glass and garnish with an orange slice. Cheers. Um, well, since we don't have a guest, should we just get right into trivia? Oh, I would love to get right into trivia. And I don't have a lot, but um, there was some production issues with this movie. Started production in 2016. This was a passion project of Steven Spielberg, 
which seems a little weird. What? Yeah. Um, and originally, Alfre Woodard was cast in it, and Rose Leslie was the main mm. character, who's Egret from that Game of Thrones. That would have been good. I like that. I like her. Um, and five weeks before filming, Spielberg pulled the plug, and he just felt like they had like a last minute script rewrite that wasn't he. I don't know. He just was like, oh, this is not going to be good. But they had already sp- spent five million. <laughs> but also he's Steven Spielberg. Doesn't he get the final say of like, never don't do that script? Well, rewrite? I think they maybe then hired on Chad and Carrie Hayes. No, no, it was their script. That's originally. weird. I can't remember. I guess I didn't write enough down of this trivia. But um, um, oh, my God, it is very poorly reviewed was it at 12 percent? 13 that is oh, it's gone up since last time i checked that is very low well that's my next trivia is that it's one of only 21 films with an f cinema score oh my god <laughs> oh i'm sorry that you had to watch it um the grudge from this year is also one of the films <laughs> <laughs> okay so when you look up this movie it's not really a trivia but when you Look up this movie. The tags are from reviews. Confusing, boring, slow, <laughs> plot holes, forgettable, creepy, unconvincing. Mm. Uh, all of those ring true. Oh, no, <laughs> you guys. Oh, no. Um, it's based on the novel The Turn of the Screw, which uh, another film was made of it called The Innocence, which we tried to also watch. We were going to try to do a little double feature, mm. but The Innocence is like a Criterion Collection film, and it's like only available for purchase on. It, yeah, Broadway. weird. <laughs> it came out in 1961. Um, yes, Ooh, this is this story is an 1898 ghost story. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm. Yeah, so The Turn of the Screw is written by Henry James in 1898. 1898. It's a horror novella, okay. so it's short. I did read it in college and remember very little about it. Um, is it good? I think that it was, you know, one of those stories that pops up that really changes the genre. So it was like a ghost story that came out in 1898, like but it was important, not good. Um, one of I, those. Think it's, I think it's good. I think it okay. is good. Is it scary? I think it's pretty spooky. Yeah. Okay. Um, But it was, I mean, as we will discuss when we talk about this movie, um, it was kind of the first time that we saw in popular literature, popular culture, like a ghost story that is either is it the ghost or is she going crazy mm. like and, oh. and it's it's really very ambiguous right. you really don't know which Ooh, that's one interesting and which. it probably influenced a lot so now it feels like old, old news hat. yeah, yeah. Um, right we've seen that before you've seen we it know a million that, times yeah. everything in this movie is like yep it's just going by no, the we beats. know this we know this yeah. we know this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we'll get into it but yeah it's pretty bad I would love so as we get into it we again we said we decided this via Instagram poll Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to hear from from listeners if you did indeed watch this movie if you were disappointed by it what your thoughts are because well it got such bad reviews that I was intrigued again you know when it like goes so low that you're like oh I gotta see it now like I think when something's at about uh, like a 35% that's when you're like oh I just won't see it. But then when it dips, oh, 13, when it dips below 15, you're like, Peaks oh, interest. this is special. Something special happens. happens. Well, Something and you happens. really called it, Sammy, because they weren't posting any of the reviews. Yes. And so you were like, that's oh, a that's, red flag. If they're not posting them before the movie comes out, it's, it's generally a bad, bad. sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is still wild to think that there are movie executives that watch this movie and are like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Green light. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's not do another round of edits. Because that's all they <laughs> well, needed to do. Well, at a certain point, well, how many edits can you do? I mean, you guys see the movie. It's uh, clearly just needed one more round of edits. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but one in- another interesting thing about trivia is that um, Julie Richardson is the fourth member of her family to appear in an adaptation of The Turn of the Screw. Oh. Her grandfather. Has there been more than that other that one other one? Um, there's also been other, there's like, I guess, a other Turn of the Screw Um films yes okay so her grandfather michael redgrave played the uncle in the innocence oh right vanessa redgrave's her mother huh mm-hmm. her aunt lynn redgrave played the governess in the turn of the screw in 1974 and her uncle corin redgrave played the professor in one version wow whoa that's a lot of redgraves mm-hmm. <laughs> no that's a lot of redgraves well let's i mean dare we just get right into it um let's take a trailer break trailer break What happened to your last nanny? Like I'd tell. Everyone dies, Miles. Did you see that? 
I don't want to play anymore. Hey, why are you doing this? Stop now. We're not safe. Stop giving tales. Bad dreams. <laughs> I know so little about this. I know nothing about this movie, really. Um, we're here in luck because I'm we're going to tell it. you everything about it. Okay, so imagine a haunted house movie. Okay, I it's can. That. It's that <laughs> great. <laughs> great. Um, I, what year did you say it takes? Oh, it doesn't matter because in this, it takes place right after Kurt Cobain dies for no what? reason at all. It's 1994. It, like, it starts. And, and is Kurt Cobain a factor? No, never again. No, they but just they say that. I think they just put it. They put it in the background on the television. On the television. Um, I think just to give us like a sense of time to tell oh, us you're in the 90s. Very odd, and to like. Um, make her outfits make more sense. Mm-hmm. She just has like <laughs> cool. The outfits came first. <laughs> they were like, oh, we got to oh put some God, context for these outfits. These outfits are weird. We've got to figure out why. I guess also it helps to do, they kind of have to make it before smartphones, you know? So right, maybe that's sure, part sure. of that too. Yes, yes, yes. That's like, probably that's very it. specific. Yeah. Um, but it actually opens on a scene at this mansion of what we're led to believe is the governess mm-hmm. of this building this mansion it's like a compound it's a beautiful you know imagine any mansion that you would see in a yeah. movie it's that where in the country i think does it's this maine oh I, I i when i hear haunted mansion i always think it's new england and in somewhere right like where else could it be i don't remember it saying or i, I don't think it says okay. maine but i read that it was maine okay great. Um, maine. and so this like governess is leaving in a real panic running to her car freaking out um she has long beautiful blonde hair yes okay and sh- it's like a gated um governess, property like a la sound of music like a, a watcher of the children who yes live there? Okay. yes um and she gets in her car and she drives she's trying to flee mm-hmm. and the gate is closed and she runs out to try to open it mm-hmm. she's clearly very panicked and she's struggling to open it prying at the gate gets it open and mm-hmm. then gets back into her car and then something like jumps out right yeah you see like the silhouette of a man appear oh. in her window uh, and he has long scraggly hair yeah and then it that's the opening cuts okay cuts, cuts to Kurt Cobain on the news. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com twoscary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website. And put in twoscary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Cuts to Mackenzie Davis. Her name is Kate. Um, she's chatting with her roommate who is asking her why she has to leave and mm. um, telling her not to go and doesn't understand why she needs to go move to this spooky house. And um, and Mackenzie Davis is kind of like, she's like, anyone can teach a class full of kids. But like this girl, she lost her parents. She's all alone. Like she needs uh, me. She's a teacher. And she's like, I want to make a difference. Mm -hmm. So this is her way of thinking she's going to make a difference is go kind of help this abandoned girl yeah Great. Um, um but before she goes she swings by the old mental institution <laughs> to mm. check on her mom mm -hmm. oh okay they know her there clearly she goes there quite often and her mom is painting in a like emptied pool she's like got her little easel set up in an empty pool mm -hmm. okay it's jolly richardson and kate Tells her, like, oh, I'm, like, going to go help this little girl, take care of this little girl. And she's like, oh, taking care of a little girl, like, by herself? Like, oh, that's really hard. That's so hard. Mm -hmm. Clearly, like, she had a hard time raising Kate. Mm -hmm. um, and then she goes to the spooky mansion. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, also, one thing they do mention is that her mom's been getting worse. Oh. Oh. So, I think and that's they also say part of it. And from what i think she's just talking she makes a reference to all the um she kind of makes an, uh, obliquely references all the mail she's been getting from her mom um which i guess is getting increasingly more disturbing and she's clearly sending her like pieces of artwork that are disturbing oh, like no. some kind of psychosis something yeah. Oof, okay yeah so then she arrives at the same mansion from the opening. Oh, my God. You never saw it coming. I didn't see it coming. I was like, that's the same place. Wow. <laughs> and it just gets crazier from there. <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh, God. Um, um, okay. So, she, so the caretaker there is named Mrs. Gross. And she is like so gross. Gross. She looks like Steve she, Buscemi. She's not gross. <laughs> she's not. She's not gross. She's just like the most perfectly cast, like creepy person. She really does look like Steve Buscemi, <laughs> with like a perm and an Great. old English wool sweater. Yes, yes, on. amazing. And she tells Kate that Flora, who is the little girl who she's mm -hmm. coming to take care of, who's the girl from the Florida Project. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, she saw her mother die in a car accident near the front gate. Oh, no. And um, so things have been hard for her. She has a brother also who is, who is away at school, mm -hmm. boarding school. And Kate tries to um, tries to like identify and bond. And she's like, she's like, oh, that's so sad. My dad left when I was a kid oh, or my dad right. died when I was a kid or something. And Mrs. Gross is like, hmm, she's like, interesting for you. Like, like clearly, clearly being a huge bitch. <laughs> not the same. Not, not wanting to bond. Yeah. Not interested. She's like, I only care about Flora. Mm -hmm. I don't need to know about you. And I think the best line of the movie is <laughs> when she says, um, they're thoroughbreds. She says, these are a different kind of children. They're they're thoroughbreds. <laughs> oh, my. But so she's like, oh, Flora, uh, Mrs. Gross says Flora's out in the horse stables you can go you know meet her she's exploring the grounds they're huge she finally gets to the stables and it's she's trying to find flora and she's being she's like flora like it's kate i can hear you it's just like groaning noises and then she like turns a corner and it's a horse and it like jumps up or makes crazy noise and it's a little bit of a jump scare okay okay <laughs> but then flora is like behind her and it's like hee hee hi i'm flora and it's everything's fine. <laughs> She's super cute. Um, she and is then cute. Flora mentions that Miss Jessel, who's I guess her pre previous governess, left without saying goodbye. Oh, right. And she's she like, "You're not going to, you're not going to do that, are you?" 
And she's like, no, of course not. Like, I promise, like, I would never do that. Mm -hmm. What could possibly make me do that? (laughs) Like, there's literally no reason I would flee and not say goodbye. (laughs) Then she gives her a tour. Yes. So they first, like, she gives her a tour of the grounds. Flora is, like, showing Kate around. And they go through um, um, the maze. They have, like, a shining style, like, garden maze. And she says, like, oh, it, like, is so easy to get lost in here. She's you like, have to make sure you know where you're going. Like, don't come out here at night. She says, one time I got lost in here and I almost starved to death. Oh, Doesn't no. she say that? She I says something so. like that. And yes. it's like, what is that? That's bad. And yeah. this maze never comes into play ever again. Not seen what? again in the movie. Not Isn't seen that crazy? Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Not seen again in the movie. No. <laughs> That's insane. And you know what? It was just there as like a intriguing plot piece. You know, like you didn't need it for anything else. That's fucking crazy <laughs> why even bother there's well, a lot th- of things like that well there are a lot of missed opportunities in this film That's- <laughs> this is a very scary maze where if you come here it'll be bad anyway we never will goodbye <laughs> i was gonna say there's something interesting to like setting up a trope and then like subverting it but that's like not what's happening here they're it's just like, like they oh, a spooky ambiance yeah exactly <laughs> or they filmed oh, something shoot, and it was so bad they had to leave it out right it does seem like maybe that's yeah that's probably what happened oh no <laughs> um so they so they go inside flora's giving her a tour of the house and there's like a wing of the house that is spooky. We never go to it. I mean, yes. don't go into the East Wing. Yes. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but <laughs> Feeding the Beast heard if, it. If anyone ever tells you, oh, don't go into that part of the house, just leave the house. Just, just leave, go. get leave in your house. car, or at drive the very away. least, don't go into that wing of the house. <laughs> yeah. Take people at their word and don't do it. <laughs> um, and then they go into the Miss Jessel's old sewing room. Which is par- like off of her bedroom. I think um, it's like right next door, yeah. Yeah, it was right next door. Kate has a nice bedroom. She's very excited about the quality of her bedroom. <laughs> She's like, this is mine? It's all mine? And then they go into Miss Jessel's sewing room and there are... Oh, wait. Before this, they see the mannequin of her grandmother, right? Mm. They go into her room first. Isn't isn't that right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, there's a very creepy old mannequin that Flora says is her great grandmother. Uh, yeah, grandmother. Like, just a dra- grandmother. like a dress mold. And yeah, it's like a kind of like porcelain head oh. and maybe the dress body. It is really creepy. It looks like she's been crying and she was oh. wearing a lot of eye makeup. Oh, yes. Oh, and weird. her whole, all her makeup is very smudged, but she's a porcelain doll. Oh, no. And her hair is all wonky and it's, she, this doll's not had a good good run of it, I'd right. say. And they're okay. like, and this is in your room. This is the decoration for your room. Oh, and it lives in her room. And it's yeah. just like <laughs> facing her bed. She's like, that's creepy. Fun. <laughs> Um, and okay. then they go and then they go to the sewing room and there's some more like um, dress mannequins in there. And there is one who that has like 20 pins stuck into the, the nipple region. Oh, no, I don't <laughs> love what that uh, leads to. Probably. <laughs> um, you know what? It doesn't lead to anything. Oh, because my God. That's, that's the, we don't need anything to lead to anything. That's in this the general that's theme of this movie. Crazy. Just some creepy stuff Things that are gonna never happen, means anything. And then it's going to end. And that's the movie. Um, that's crazy. But um, someone needs to be getting their nipple stabbed in a maze. So, so, <laughs> Kate, so Kate is like, what's up with this? And then Flora's like, Miles did it. And Miles is her brother. And mm. Kate's like, retro. Miles. Miles sounds like a freak. Um, and then Kate tucks Flora into bed, mm-hmm. and it looked like such a cozy little bedroom. It, did it look was really a cute nice. little bedroom. And then Flora makes her promise again that she's not going to leave. She's like, "Cross your heart and hope to die." And then she goes, "Stick a needle in my eye." Oh, that's right. And Kate's like, "Oh, not that far." Ha ha. Again, doesn't come back, so it doesn't <laughs> Great. matter. Great. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> Could have promised. Who cares? Um, well, then she goes to close the window and uh, she pushes it down. There's a woman looking back at oh, her no. in the reflection and it's a very big jump scare and it got me pretty good. It got me. I think that got me the most. Yeah, that was the most I jumped. That was the most. The I jumped. highest I jumped. Yeah, because <laughs> you were really lulled into a... into the air. <laughs> I got three feet of air. Um, yeah, I, I got I got scared, too, at that point. 
for just one second. And so then she goes back into her room and she's like, well, obviously, first order of business is I got to move this fucking mannequin out of here. So then there's yeah, a no, long extended scene of her like dragging the mannequin into the sewing room and you're just waiting for something horrible to happen. Waiting, waiting, <laughs> waiting. And then she drops it in the sewing room. She walks out and then the mannequin head. Turns. Oh my god, oh! I forgot about that. <laughs> that was spooky. Never comes back, never comes back. Never, never comes, comes back. back. Never comes back. <laughs> not comes not back. important never comes in the movie. Back. Never comes you, back. Can, you can forget about that. Forget it, forget it, forget it, forget it. Um, but then she hears a noise, right? Coming <laughs> from guess where? The East Wing. Oh no! Oh, you're not supposed no. to go to the East Wing! She shouldn't go there. She shouldn't go there. What do you do if you hear a noise in a place you shouldn't go to? You continue there's to not go there. There's literally no other choice but to go. You have to go. I mean, it's like... You have to go. <laughs> you're like a bad person if you don't go. Yeah. Um, so she you goes. Go straight to hell. She does go. That is what happens. <laughs> and she like goes into this room, a bedroom, and there's like creepy moany noises mm-hmm. and it's dark and all the windows are open and the wind is blowing and it's spooky. And, and it's door, nighttime. It's nighttime. Door slams closed behind her. Mm-hmm. And she like panics. Do the windows slam closed too? It's like something supernatural is going on. It mm-hmm. seems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she panics and runs to the door and opens it. And who is standing there? But. Finn Wolfhard. Finn Miles. Is he Miles? <laughs> no, it's Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> it's just Finn. I am Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> um, it is Miles, correct. And he's like a real creep. He's like, you should go to bed. He's like, he's like a dick to her. You shouldn't be here. It's like, you should why are go you to here? Bed. He's go really to bed. trying to demonstrate his range as an actor. Mm, he's doing it. I thought he was good. I thought he was right good at the age of 14 and he's ready to prove what he can do. He can do a lot. Um the thing that's one annoying choice that this movie made and the other adaptations or at least in the turn of the screw, Miles, I do remember was like a cute little kid, like actually endearing and really cute and then creepy things start to happen with him and it's just They're less, like coming out the gate with like he's creepy. Well, it's just less interesting when he's just like I but... mean, they're like presenting him as like a horny little boy. That's like, Ew. that's like, he's like going through puberty and hence the nipple. I guess it's, yeah. I, I, I guess I'm kind of realizing what they're doing as I'm talking about it, which is, yeah, he's, he's a horny little teenage boy and they do it in a way, I don't think successfully, but what they're trying to do is make you confused about whether he's just like a horny little bo- boy right. or like an evil horny little boy, like possessed <laughs> by a demon. <laughs> Is he a regular horny little boy? Adding or to an the evil horny little boy. <laughs> right, 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 right. I, you know, I don't and have an answer. He's older than than his sister. Yes. yes. Okay. And so he just like is creepy and and walks away and okay. she goes to bed. Mm-hmm. Right. And the next morning they're all having breakfast together, mm-hmm. and the phone rings, and. Yeah, Flora answers it and is like, they want to talk to whoever's in charge. And yeah, so the idea is Mrs. this Gross is a is like, home with, you now. with two children. A lady, Mrs. Gross, who's like the, care t- takes care of the home. Mm-hmm. And then Kate, who's like in charge. They yes. No, that's, that's it. That's the house. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Um, And so she goes to the phone and you can see that you don't hear what they're saying, but you can see that she's like not loving what she's hearing. Okay. <laughs> Something <laughs> disturbing happened for sure. Um, And we know that it's Miles's school mm-hmm. and she like looks unhappy and walks back in and is like, oh, they just like gave me some of your school assignments. Miles is very suspicious, though. He's nervous. You can tell that he so he's like a evil, horny little freak at school. <laughs> he's scared that, of what she just discovered about him. OK. And then she is obviously lying and she's right. like, they just wanted uh, to send over your schoolwork. Right. And then he gets up to walk away and she's like, Miles, are you going to get your dish? And he's like, "What?" and then there's a standoff between <gasps> the two of them. Manners dish or no dish <laughs> and then mrs gross breaks it by being like that's not that i job. think he first says like that's her job that's not my job he's like a little dickhead about mm. it straight out he's like i don't do that like i don't clean up after myself that's why mrs gross is here and so she and then kate's like you can't like talk to her like that and mrs gross is like yes he can it's an honor i will clean I it. Love it i love it i love it i love to clean his dirty freaky dish she does she does come back to that a lot about what an honor it is yes. to clean up give after me them. that horny freak's nasty dish 
yummy. Um, yeah, and then he like turns to Flora and is like, "Don't put your dishes away either. Like, don't you dare try to do a chore." <laughs> and then Miss Gross like, she like chastises Kate afterwards, where she's like, "How dare you? It's yeah. an honor what I do." Um, I love my life. <laughs> um, okay, so I don't know about the order of these things that I wrote here, but I'm just using your notes, so <laughs> we'll we'll go with it. Great. Um, I know that she. So Kate finds Mrs. Jessel's diary, kind of halfway ish through the movie, right? I'm trying to remember why it's, it's even interesting that she finds the diary. Well, I feel like in what, the beginning, you know what I mean. What stuck out for me was like, could have been nice if you just read the whole thing at once. Well, that's because <laughs> she like reads a diary entry a day and then like by the end, she's like putting it all together. Yeah. And it's like, should have just read them all then. Yeah. The diary- <laughs> if you find a diary with the person who fled your job before you read it. <laughs> it's also the entries are like three sentences. How long did it take to read a diary? It wouldn't, wouldn't take long. Also crazy that they let that diary just hang out and live out in the open like that. But Anywho, we might as well talk about it. She just get there. She reads Miss Jessel's diary um, very, very slowly. I think the first thing that she reads is it says that Miles and Quint came home drunk together. They're Who's spending Quint? a lot of time together. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is the right question to ask. <laughs> and um, it, it's uh, Mrs. Jessel says, like, what a bad influence Quint is on Miles. Yeah, she says he takes Miles and they spend hours alone together. I don't know what they're doing the other night. They came home and it was almost like they were drunk. And Miles is, how old do you think he is in this? Like 13? Yeah, 14. I have no concept for how old this actor is. He's definitely between 10 and 16. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's like 13, 14. 14. He's probably 14. Um, and then he's Canadian. Anyway, I think she asks Miss. I think she asks Miss Gross. What? Who, who is Quint? I'm sorry. He's 17. Oh, this actor. He's 17 years old. Well, they filmed it a couple years ago. But like Finn Wolfhard is 17. He has beautiful. Skin. I don't like that at all. So <laughs> she asks. They ask who Quint is. Miss Gross tells him, or he's the groundskeeper. Yes, and that he died. He died recently yeah and but doesn't tell him anything else and then i she, think she goes to try to like talk to quint i talk mean talk to, to miles about miles quint. to like see if he needs any uh, needs a friend because his friend that he got drunk with died <laughs> so she's like maybe you're an asshole because you know your friend yeah, yeah you died. had some stuff yeah so she goes to make amends and she's like i don't think things started well like let's start over and he's like yeah i don't think things started well either like you can apologize He's still I'm a still huge right. asshole. Dick. Yeah. And then um, he picks up a little spider and feeds it to a big spider. This was truly the scariest part of the movie I for me. I think it was a jump scare he for me. He feeds a spider so to a spider? He throws a spider in this little uh, cage thing and then a big spider. A tarantula? Yes. Jumps out. <laughs> that we're just calling a big spider. But you only but see it's it for like, like it's one like a, second. one of those trapdoor spiders. So it like lunges out of uh, a hidden no, no, little no, trapdoor no, 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 and just no, no, snatches no, no, the little no, spider no, and then no, goes back in. No, it was no, no. honestly the scariest part of the movie. It was very nasty. I hated it. And also, if you guys watch the trailer, you'll see a lot of spider activity. Um, I gotta tell you, don't want to disappoint, but that fucking spider activity doesn't happen in the actual movie. No, it's all regular spiders in the in mm. the trailer. It's like looks like a giant like spooky, a spider movie. Yeah, a giant spooky ghost spider. <laughs> like it is Not in his ghost, mouth, basically. Yes. And that scene never happens in the movie. Never happens. Very interesting. So what? That's what I'm saying. It's an editing it all issue. Got cut out with the maze and the lady's head turned. <laughs> okay. So then, so she decides to take a bath to soothe her nerves, <laughs> as mm-hmm. as one must. Mm-hmm. And she um goes under, and we get the old POV. She goes under the water, mm-hmm. under the water, and she who does that her, in a with bath? With your eyes open, you definitely don't do Nobody that. Nobody does that. It's it's too hot. It's too hot. It's too hot. Nobody's doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has her eyes open underwater, and you see Miles's head poke over the edge of the bathtub. <gasps> although, although it could be Miles, or it could be <clears throat> Quint. True. That it's just the shape it's of a, a man. shape of a man, a boy's with, like a boy's with long brown hair. And Finn Wolfhard and Quint have similar haircuts, hairstyles. Yeah, <laughs> so it could be either. Um, yeah. So she, because yes, she wakes up and it, I mean, not wakes up. She pops up and nobody's, no nobody's there. there. Mm-hmm. So she goes to bed and has a spooky dream of her and Miles getting in an argument, and he slams her head against a window. Oh no! Or a gla- a mirror. 
and she wakes up really scared and she decides she's going to sleep with the light on. Um, but then Uh-oh. she wakes up to Miles, who's sitting next to her in oh, bed, no. stroking her arm. <gasps> no. And then she's like, what are you doing in here? And he's like, he's basically like, I'm horny. he says he's like i you leave the light on i didn't know you were scared of the dark oh no thank you no thank you that's not good um and (laughs) And that's not good then he says she has a spider on her yeah she's like why are you touching me and he's like you had a spider on you and like opens his hand and there's a spider in it and he smushes it with his hand ew 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 in his in his bare fist and then in this very deeply uncomfortable personal intimate space he finally apologizes (laughs) for being rude and he says to make up for it he'll teach her how to ride horses which doesn't sound like making up for it to me personally (laughs) Mm. um so she's like okay agrees yeah and what else am i gonna do okay and then it like cuts to the next morning and him like really whipping the horse that she's on and it's like running around in circles like on a on a lead or whatever mm-hmm. and he's whipping it and whipping it and she's like you don't have to like hit it so hard and he's like yes you do that's how you establish control that's what quint told me right so then everyone's kind of in a bat oh no this is when they go to the koi pa- pond oh okay yeah, so they go to they they go to the koi pond, and um, when they get there, there is a koi that has uh, escaped from the pond and oh. is lying next to it. Oh no! And there is a bird that's eating it. Oh no! And then Miles, they look at it and they're horrified. And then Miles smashes the fish's head, <gasps> stomps on it with oh, his foot. Oh no! And. Kate is like, Miles, what are you doing? And he looks at her and he says, nothing should have to suffer. Um, And then she's like, and then there's silence. And he goes, well, that's the koi pond. (laughs) That's a line? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) He got all the good lines. That line really made me laugh. That was a line that that Spielberg was like, I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. I can't do this movie. Well, that's the koi pond. Well, that's the koi pond. <laughs> and then they move on. And that is the koi pond. Doesn't doesn't and come back. Doesn't come back. And then being like nothing it should have to suffer. Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't really go with his character. Or so anything doesn't else make that sense happens. with who he is. Great. Very strange. I love it. Um so okay, that night, back to bed. <laughs> oh oh, she's like getting into bed and then she like hears something coming from the pool mm-hmm. and looks out her window. Oh, she's talking to her old roommate and she's like, yeah, it's kind of things aren't really going well. And then she's like, oh, fuck. She like sees a body in the pool and she's like, I oh, my go. God, runs outside. She thinks it's um, Flora in the pool. It has like brown hair floating. She jumps into the pool and it and is like swimming down for a long time. And then and mm. then it's like a spooky ghost in the pool and oh, it turns no. and like faces her mm-hmm. and like reaches for her mm-hmm. and then she jumps out of the pool and she's very scared and flora and miles pop out of the shadows and they're like ha ha ha, ha we got you <gasps> and you turn back to the pool and it's the creepy mannequin grandmother from earlier okay. that they've thrown into the pool but and, it was a ghost but it definitely was a ghost and they're just such assholes and she's so angry she's really mad she's so so mad she t- yells at them to she get inside. She yells at them a lot. Yeah, to get inside. And uh, then what happens? I think it's another going to bed. <laughs> and I think she has another nightmare. And it's the one where they're like having a horse race nightmare. Remember, she like goes to bed and it, right. doesn't, it doesn't like show that she goes to bed. I think it just cuts to a horse, a horse chase. <laughs> and she's chasing miles around the property. And they do run into the maze. Mm-hmm. in the dream mm-hmm. and he she can she's on an, another side of a hedge from him so she can only see him every like other second and his face starts turning from miles to quint miles to quint mm-hmm. and then she oh then flora like appears in front of her and she's like about to hit mm-hmm. flora with the horse a horse accident and then she panics and wakes up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the next morning I think the first thing Miles says to her is bad dreams. Bad dreams. Uh oh. She's Which, like, you little motherfucker. Yeah. Spooky. Um, is um, this one that they go into town? Yes. So Kate suggests 
um, that they, it's the weekend and they should maybe go into town, get some ice cream. Mm-hmm. And Flora. Oh, a new koi. Freaks out. A new fish. Oh, a new fish. To replace the koi pond fish. Okay. And Flora is like, I don't know. I don't know. And Miss Gross also is like, Flora doesn't leave. There's no leaving. And Flora's obviously got some PTSD from seeing her mother die in a crash. The thing that was weird about it was that you thought, at least I thought the whole time that it was going to be something more supernatural than that. Like she literally couldn't leave the property for some Mm. reason because Mrs. Gross was so strange about it. Right. And they both would like look at each other as though they were like hiding a big old secret. Mm -hmm. But I think it's... I think it was just straight straight PTSD. Yeah, that didn't come back, so... Okay. Um, (laughs) But so Miles is like, well, I want to go... what if I ask my friend if he'll watch over us mm. to Flora? And Flora's like, okay. And so he turns and looks into a mirror mm-hmm. and is like, hey, will you watch over me and Flora if we go into town? And then like turns to her and he's like, he said, yes, he said he will. And Flora's like, and Kate, and Kate. And he's like, will you watch over Kate too? And he, and then he's like, he said, yes, like, great, we can go. And there, and Flora like feels really reassured and like runs out she's like going to get ready. And so it's just Miles and Kate in the room. And then Miles turns to Kate, my favorite line in the movie, mm. and says, he also says your tattoo is really sexy. <laughs> oh, my God. It was maybe better than, well, that's the koi pond. <laughs> <laughs> equal, equal lines. Finn Wolfhard had all the best lines. He definitely had all the best lines. For oh, sure. my God. Okay. So this is when I got up to pee. So you're going to have to. Okay. Um, Take um, the reins. <laughs> yes. So they um, get in the car and they're heading out towards the gate. And as they are getting closer, Flora is getting more and more stressed. Mm. And she's in the back seat, and she's like, I don't like this. I don't like this. Um, stop the car. Stop the car. And Kate is like, because she's like, it's fine. Like, everything's going to be fine. You don't have to worry. She, so she keeps driving. The horny ghost is watching us. Uh-huh. <laughs> and... Um, and then Flora like really loses it and is like, I don't want to. And she starts like trying to unbuckle her seatbelt and like jump oh, out no. of the car. And Miles turns to Kate and says, stop the car or I'll fucking kill you. <gasps> uh-oh. Uh-oh. He means and business. she's like shocked and stops the car. Mm-hmm. And then um, Miles gets out to go around to help Flora. And Kate starts to open her door to try to get out. And Miles like slams it closed back on her. And grabs Flora and then turns back to her and says, keeping the lights on at night won't keep you safe. Whoa. <gasps> that is what? fucked up. That is a fucked up thing to say to someone That's else. That's crazy. So, the you know, right off the bat, you're like, ooh, okay. Keeping the lights on won't keep me safe. Might as well play a good old healthy round of flashlight tag. Might as well. <laughs> Um, oh right because it's still saturday and they're like well we've still got to do the you know the rest of our day mm -hmm. and they're like well let's play flashlight tag it's Mm -hmm. daytime mind you but they just close the curtains and then it becomes like Mm. pitch black in the whole whole mansion they go go to the basement okay okay. they go to the basement okay Um, Okay. so they play flashlight tag it's um what's their way of counting oh my god it's naming those states and capitals in alphabetical order in alphabetical order (laughs) And she does two of them mm-hmm. and then starts. And, and then I was starts. like, that's cheating. <laughs> we need to hear more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, what an insane way to count. Mm-hmm. I can, I don't know them. Very impressive. So I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she's counting. Miles and Flora are hiding. She goes, it's obviously flashlight tag. Very creepy. Um, she discovers Flora pretty quickly and then asks Flora to join her. She's like, come with me. And then Flora's like, I like, can't. That's like against the rules for some stupid reason. She's like, that's not part of the game. So then she skips off without a care in the world. Also, she hears like a oh, noise. Something we forgot to mention, which, you know, it's not even worth talking about, but I will just say it. Um, right before this happened, right after Finn Wolfhard told her that she should uh, stop the car, he'll fucking kill her. She goes to a phone booth and is has oh, a, that's and right. calls her roommate and is explaining the situation her roommate's like you gotta come home and she's like no i made a promise to flora that i would stay so i'm just also, gonna promise stay she would say goodbye <laughs> <laughs> you can fucking leave just say goodbye he agreed for sure um so that's also part of it is she has a renewed commitment to stay in the house despite the fact that so many horrible things have been happening very cool um so they're playing flashlight tag she's found flora so now she's looking for miles 
And, uh, you know, imagine any typical flashlight scene tag. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Was she like also here is like a spooky noise coming from further down somehow and looks like down essentially like a spiral staircase. Mm -hmm. And it's like groany noises. And she's like, do you think Miles would go down there? And Flora's like, I don't know. Go check it out. (laughs) And it's like, no, don't Don't go go down down there. So she goes down there and uh, she starts getting very scared. She, I, oh, at one point something takes the flashlight from her so she doesn't have oh, a flashlight. No. Yeah, like gets snatched out of her hand. And Uh-oh. she's like, this isn't funny. I want to stop. Yeah, she thinks I don't it's wanna, Miles. I don't want to play anymore. This isn't funny. And then someone, something gets thrown at her. She like falls into a place where there's like Polaroids of a naked woman. Oh, okay. And she's just like very creeped out. <sighs> right. Obviously. There's a ton of that right. I forgot about that. There are a ton of Polaroids, ton of, of, Polaroids. of a naked woman. Yeah. That's very scary. Um and I think she like run runs back upstairs. I think she finds the Polaroids and just leaves. And um Flora and Miles and Mrs. Gross are all sitting peacefully by the crackling fire. Like, what oh, took you so right. long? Somehow nighttime all of a sudden, even though it had just right. been and the she's morning. like Miles like can't believe you like knocked a flashlight on my hand and he's like i've been up here for like 15 minutes mm-hmm. and mrs gross is like he's been here the whole time it's been an honor sitting here <laughs> with him <laughs> i've been in my presence for 15 minutes so we think it's like quint's ghost or something maybe yes and she found quint's lair with all his and Polaroids. Quince horny and loves hot girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then, I, then <laughs> is this when she... Um, I think she goes back to the diary. And she's diary. like, let me read what I didn't finish before. And that's when things would have saved some time. Very yeah, disturbing. I wish very I'd quickly. done that before. And it's a pretty... Soon after the entry she, j- she read previously... Um, it says how <laughs> she just flipped one more if page. If she had just gone two or three more pages, oh boy. um, she would have seen how uh, Mrs. Jessel was writing that Quint is like completely obsessed with her, won't leave her alone, and, and he's left- alive at this point. Alive, okay. yes, he died after Mrs. She Jessel. left. Okay, um, and um, and then she says that he put a Polaroid of her in the book i guess or in her room she says he took a picture of me and i have no idea how he got it and it's like a photo of her sleeping that he like left for her in her room mm-hmm. and it's on, the, don't like. on the polaroid it's written you're even sexy when you're sleeping oh yuck i forgot about that and, and it's very it's very creepy it's like not a cute sleeping photo it's like a very vulnerable like yeah very scary sleeping photo yeah it's not good so obviously quint is a real motherfucker and so she's inquired. She goes to Mrs. Gross to inquire more about Quint, and okay. she's like, "Tell me the deal with Quint. Is he their sibling or just a friend?" He was he's like the, the groundskeeper. Keeper. I don't know if we explained that okay. properly. Quint was the groundskeeper. How old was he? Yeah, oh, I, I like like thirties. Oh, okay. This is interesting. He's an adult man. Okay, so Quint was an adult man. Yeah, he's like was, a man who should not be getting drunk with a 14-year-old boy. No, and being like creepy and sneaking into rooms. And yeah. Okay, okay. That yeah. is, int- I was picturing him as the same age, maybe a little bit older than No, sorry. Um, um, Miles, yes, but he's a man. He is an old man. Yes, I mean, he's an adult regular, man. Old, ancient. <laughs> a regular he's man. ancient. Um, so she goes to ask Mrs. Gross more about Quint, and uh, she tells her that he fell off his he got like too drunk and fell off his horse like a few weeks after <laughs> after I'm mrs sorry. jessel left he got wasted and got on a horse yes so oh that's funny so he died in in he that just way fell off a horse she's like he fell that was the only thing she oh, said that's I think. crazy he fell so then we're the, getting into the crazy stuff this is the last little bit um i gotta say it's the last it's the end. question were you scared at all in any of this stuff? No. no. I got a little I mean there were jump scares jump that scared scares, me. but the but the mood wasn't scary. I wasn't scared no. at all except for the spider part. Wow, fascinating. There, I, I mean I had jump scares where I, I was know like, that this movie is bad, really but it me. makes me want to watch because I feel like I would be scared because I'm always scared and I'm like very curious if that's true. You might yeah. be scared. You might be. You might be. Um so the next day Mrs. Gross is bringing um Kate her mail. Mhm. 
and she says, you've got something from your mother mm-hmm. and the mail is opened. Oh, no. And she's like, did you open my mail? And she's like, it came like that. <laughs> it's like, so funny it's such a lie like, what? Such a uh, what they sent the mail opened <laughs> it came like that and she pulls it out and it's like some some charcoal drawings mm-hmm. of just like black scribbles basically mm-hmm. it's very very dense black scribbles mm-hmm. okay and different kind of dense patterns and Mrs. Gross says, I hope whatever your mother has isn't genetic. Yeah. Rude. But I didn't read your mail. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Or she says, she's, just, I think she just says, I hope it's not genetic, which is even more of like a burn. Or she like Ugh. somehow knows it. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Um, and Kate. this is when she like starts trying to take a bath again. Oh, and this is when she starts trying to take a bath. <laughs> but it's like, Oh my god, if shit is scary, I'm taking the fastest showers anyone has ever seen. <laughs> yeah, just not showering if oh my you god, don't need curtain to. open, mm. looking all around. So she goes into her room, takes her pants off, looks in the mirror, sees Miss Jessel mm-hmm. in the mirror, <gasps> mm-hmm. a spooky mirror part. And then footprints appear on her bathroom floor. Uh-huh. No one's ever seen this in a haunted house movie before, <laughs> No they? one ever has. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, I guess I got to follow him. So she follows those it wet footprints. Keeps her pants off, right? Doesn't put her pants back on. Um, and then she goes out to the lake. Uh, pantsless? Pantsless. And she, uh, something grabs her no. and pulls her into the lake. <gasps> and she, when she's down there, she sees Miss Jessel's. Open eyes again in a lake. Like lake her, water. Her, her like cadaver. Like, it's not you a ghost see, this time. It's a dead body. It's just a dead body. Yeah. Oh, no. That's, so like, Mrs. slowly rotting Ms. away. Miss Jessel was trying to get her... So her, she was killed. Her, mur- her murder solved. Yeah. She was trying to get Never her murder solved. Never seen that before. Never um, seen it before. <laughs> so then she... <laughs> a movie full of freak, new ideas. <laughs> freaks out. Um, Very scared. Gets out of the lake. Sopping wet. Runs back to the house. Back into the east wing where you are Uh-oh. not supposed to go mm-hmm. back to the room that Miles initially found her in um that one of those first nights that she was home well, that's a, those are first yeah. night and um this is like this was a pretty disturbing part there's a bed in that room which then starts shaking mm. and you hear basically the sound of like someone being raped <gasps> But you don't see anything. That's what all the like weird moaning sounds have been. I think so. Oh no! And I think it's Quint like raping Mrs. Jessel. Oh, you see no. like their ghost heads. Yeah, you see them like kind of come into form a little bit, <gasps> and you see him strangling her. Oh mm-hmm. god! Um, and then she dies mid mid rape. Mm-hmm. And this is a PG-13 movie, and Henley and I had a good talk about this afterwards of, like... Why is rape PG-13? It's so crazy that killing someone while raping them is a PG-13 level like, thing. that's chill. That's fine. But don't say fuck. No fucks. No, <laughs> one fuck. We'll give you fuck. one fuck. <laughs> but don't Wait, say two. But not two. <laughs> Wait. But, but a I rape and she, murder is chill. I but, thought she died in the driving the car. Well, I think I think we're that's meant the, to the believe that and he... The parents. That's how they died. Well, because it, it just cut. All we saw was that a man appeared. Oh, her try, and we were meant to believe it was a ghost, but it maybe was actually him. And then he mm-hmm. raped yes, her. Yes, because he did not die till after after oh, she left. My so I think God. he stopped her at the gate, and then yeah, must have like dragged her back. Jesus fucking Christ! That's so, a PG thirteen movie. So that part of the movie is very scary and very disturbing oh, for sure. God. But it's also very fast, and you don't really see anything. You just kind of like right. hear something. I feel like you only see the top halves of their body. I guess that doesn't make it better. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's done in a kind of like way where they're like, let's make it more PG thirteen. <laughs> let's. <laughs> let's how can we make this, this rape more PG thirteen? We definitely want the rape. <laughs> gotta have it can't take that out <laughs> but how do we make it be 13 um so then she turns around after experiencing this she, kate knows what's happened she puts it all together she goes back out of the room and she confronts mrs gross and is like you knew about this you knew what was happening and then mrs gross is like i you know i made it so that he died like <gasps> I made sure he made like sure. wasn't going to be a problem anymore. Oh mm-hmm. fuck, Mrs. Gross! So yeah. implying that 
sheep somehow put him on a horse put him on a horse he was drunk drugged him and put him on a horse um but then (laughs) the ghost of quint Uh, comes out of the bedroom (gasps) quick as lightning (laughs) as fast as my cat's poop (laughs) (laughs) and pushes mrs gross off the pushes landing and she falls and clearly dies oh my god yeah um killed by a ghost killed by a ghost killed by you hate to see it yeah, you hate, hate to, see, to it. see it um i'm um, shocked when ghosts have a physical prep like mm-hmm. how could interesting ghosts push a person they're that angry if they're that angry i guess so um so she she's running kate is running to get the kids to get them out of there she's like we gotta go we gotta get out of here mm-hmm. uh throws them in the car and starts like flooring it to the gate mm-hmm. and is like sorry like i don't care if you're scared like we have to go mm-hmm. and then they open the gate mm-hmm. and get out mm-hmm. and are driving and then it dissolves into the the shape of it is the shape of the charcoal drawings <gasps> and what? it cuts back to her looking at the charcoal drawings mm-hmm. at the desk mm-hmm. and at and so some point it's just rewinds time and so at some point the mom calls also and it's like did you get my drawings did you get my drawings yeah and so so none of this has happened yet no but yeah so then she like runs into the main room where the kids are and mrs gross is and is like freaking out and is like we got to go we got to get out of here i just like saw all these things that are going to happen essentially <gasps> yeah and they're like looking at her like you're insane and then she like sees quint in a mirror and uh-huh. is like flora you saw him too i know you saw him i know you saw him and flora's freaked out and is like i don't know what you're talking about like and so scared and she's clearly deranged and um miles is kind of making fun of her and flora clearly scared of her um and then i think it just cuts to her like running into the mental institution to like see her mom Mm -hmm. and her mom is like at in the same spot in the pool and not facing her and she like runs down and then her mom turns around to look at her and she just starts screaming (gasps) yeah Mackenzie davis just starts screaming and then credits that's the end of the movie <laughs> what? <laughs> that's it wait what <laughs> that's it isn't it so crazy it, it's what? like what the fuck? so i feel like the implication is that she saw her own face right and that has to be what they meant to be saying and that it's like is she did any of this happen is she in a mental institution the whole time what it's like supposed to be ambiguous but it's just done in like the dumbest way it could have been you can see how it could have been so good in a way like not the movie because the movie was pretty bad but i mean like (laughs) like the idea but the idea of it was there um if they had just played into that more in a more effective way um in terms of having it be like a fake out ending because it really did feel like that was the ending and then to have that be a new ending it's just they didn't they didn't go f- deep enough into That's that for it to be crazy. make any sense. Right. It, it just stopped so abruptly. It was very bizarre. And I feel like for 80% of the movie, it just felt like, you know, kind of a standard horror film that mm-hmm. you've seen a hundred times like bad before. Tropes. Mm-hmm. And then it just ended with being like the craziest ending I've ever seen. Oh my God. <laughs> I really think they made the movie and they were like, fuck, this is like every other movie that's ever say, existed. Was like, Let's add something weird (laughs) let's just make it the worst ending oh my god i feel shocked and i only heard about it (laughs) it was that like really caught me off guard i think in the theater people like gasped and were like what i I looked on twitter very briefly to see what people's reactions there were a lot of memes of like you know the guy who like turns around is like and then there are all those question marks around his head it's like (laughs) it's one of my one of my favorite memes wow like it was like everyone was that should be the photo we post see now i'm very curious i like want to read interviews with the cast to be like what did you think you were making like what did you think about well i think the book does have kind of a similar ending mm-hmm. but probably just done in a better way wow the weird way, weird weird the way the book ends um i it's something like flora or um kate thinks that the children are possessed 
by Miss Jessel and Quint. And then she thinks that Quint has like possessed Miles. And then she's like holding Miles in the end and like basically does something where she releases Quint from his body. And then Miles dies in her arms. Oh, that's a different ending. That's pretty different. And I think the implication is that's also part of it being like, was it real or was it not real? Like, did the ghost like kill Miles or, or did, did she, she like kill Miles by accident oh. when she was trying to save him? That's more interesting. That's way more interesting. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, Henry James knew what was up in 1898. Yeah. 1898. <laughs> doing a better job than we're doing in 2020 over here. I really do feel like there are a lot of good horror movies coming out this year. There are. I think they dump the shitty ones in January. January February. is a bad time for movies. Yeah. We've learned. It is. Mm-hmm. They're like, here's our trash. <laughs> Had to get it past, just past Oscar season and early enough in the year that everyone will forget it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we spent money on it, so it has to come out. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, this did very poorly. I think it was a $14 million budget and it made seven opening weekend. <laughs> That's better still than not cats. cats. I think, <laughs> no, I mean, Jesus Christ, cats who approved that budget. So crazy. Um, Oprah, who the fuck has the money to even agree to that? That was a $90 million movie. It's <laughs> so funny. So bad. Oh my God. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say about this. No, there's nothing. There's no, there's no interesting. No takeaways. <laughs> no. Nothing. nothing. No, except that I can see what they were trying to do. I, I really think that they made a movie that they were disappointed in and they're like, we'll just mix it up in the edit. And, and right. release it in January. <laughs> it failed miserably. I, I thought the performances were good. I thought everyone was pretty good in it. All of it was perfectly fine. I mean, and I you... think it was it like the cinematography was nice. It had like the the horror, the nice like cold like mm-hmm. the vibe that you yeah, you've I mean, come it, to expect it from horror films. Had all the it seemed like it was going to be a good horror film, and it just wasn't. You know, it wasn't. Sometimes that's that. Sometimes that happens. But hey. But we have a lot of good ones coming out this year. And and listeners, if you like the podcast and thank you, um, tell, <laughs> thank us what, thank you. tell us what you want to. I think we should start doing more polls. I like it. Well, we have like, I mean, the new Conjuring comes out this year. That's well, we'll very definitely be exciting. Doing um, but what like, yeah, I'm I mean, I'm very much not a horror fan other than than this podcast. And I would love to know what people are excited about. Um, good or bad. Also, let us know. Like, do you like to hear about a, b- a bad movie? Is that like a thing that you guys or should care we just about? skip these? Here's the thing: is like we didn't know until we had kind of already planned. Yeah, we it, this was that it was going to be this bad. Thank you for voting on this movie. I'm sorry it was bad. We're excited about all the new movies coming out this year. We're ready to do them. I was excited to have Henley go see a movie. With Henley me. saw it, was it fun. and she wasn't scared, and that's really impressive. That's something. I mean, we're. I want to see a scarier one. I do too. I mm-hmm. think. This mm-hmm. is the year that we are we're, all we're, facing, we're, we're, face, we're facing our fears. Okay, anyhow. we did this one, and I'm proud of you both for watching. I'm proud of you, Henley. Proud of you, Henley. Um, Thank you. And from all of us here, for all of us here at Too Scared Didn't Watch, we love you so much. We really do. That was the koi pond. And hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> that was the koi pond. Okay. Goodbye. We love Goodbye. You. Goodbye. Hi guys, Emily here. Thanks for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you are enjoying the podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And you can send us an email at TSDWpodcast at gmail.com. We truly love hearing from you whenever and however we can. And until next time, hopefully... There aren't any mazes in your future with no apparent purpose. And we love you so much, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.